The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This. <laughs> no, non-fiction. Non-fiction. Here we go. Players Lounge right here with you. DallasCowboys.com radio. And we are sponsored by Tostitos. You know the crew, Danny McCray, Heckman Harrison, Barry Church. Yo. I'm Newey Scruggs. Mm-hmm. Cowboys getting ready to face the Washington Commanders. It's Dallas week up there, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dallas week. We're ready. It's still Dallas week. That's still a thing? Yeah. L- New ownership of everything. It's still Dallas week? Still Dallas week, <laughs> man. It is still Dallas. You got Nothing changed. You even got some of the folks up there wanting to win. Fans with that win. We beat the Cowboys. Really? It makes no sense. It man. makes no sense. It makes uh, you, you try to shoot yourself in the foot, and uh, it, and it's the the final goodbye for Ron Rivera. Um, he's going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. He, he will be gone, and fans are looking forward to that. And it's interesting when you go back the fact that Rivera and McCarthy got hired at the same time, and there was that kind of debate going on there of like who, who got the better coach. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Oh yes. Oh, Goodness. Yeah. So. We didn't even think I was coming out the left. After Carolina, I'm like, that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Along the so when these when these when these NBC affiliates call me, that that's the kind of stuff they want to get into. Who's got the better coach? One guy has won a Super Bowl, but okay. Um, you know, your guys won won two Coach of the Year awards, and so now they can't wait to get Ron out the building. Mm. So, so they're all you know, and, and apparently they're in love with the uh, play caller in Houston to be their head coach. So. Is Ron Rivera getting another job after this? No, as a consultant, I think. As a consultant, Maybe a not even a, yeah, so yeah, was was a assistant coach, defensive so, so, guy. Honestly, I, I think Ron Rivera would probably be best working in the league somewhere. Like league office type mm-hmm. deal. Okay. Yeah, I can see yeah. Ron Rivera. You know, uh, I mean, remember now, Ron was a, a member of that '85 Bears team. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, um, don't let people forget. I mean, that was you know, that's how I knew about Ron Rivera. He's going back great. Yeah. yeah, you know. So um, it, wait, that, <laughs> that defense, yeah, yeah. Was, was that, he a part that, of, or was, was like yes. he just there? No, he, was he, he was he was active though. No, he's like, he was, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. see, I ain't know. I ain't know. No, nah, River because in '85 we was negative three. They don't remember that 40 quarter nothing uh, beating it at, t- at Texas Stadium. No, they don't they, remember they, that. They, they nah, nah, on, the, on, the, on the Cowboys, like, man, yes, see, did on, that. Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving. Not even they? a twinkle in the eye at that nope. point. We were, nah, even, you might have been wouldn't a twinkle. Thought of. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even thought of. I wouldn't even thought of, man. And one thing amongst winning the Coach of the Year two times, I will say this for Ron Rivera, which is something that other coaches, maybe he can go to the NFL League office and help, is – they let Cam Newton be Cam Newton. And I think about how Jeff Fisher and Norm Chow tried to box up Vince Young and didn't really allow Vince Ruined Young him, really. to, to be the kind of player he was. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Lamar Jackson today, he's about to win another MVP award. It, it's a guy like Ron Rivera coming in there and just saying, okay, with Mike Shula, let's let our quarterback do his things and we'll change our system to fit him. But he, this is going to be the last game here. Uh, Heckman and I. Tell them who we ran. Tell them who we ran into on our I way in it. here, baby. Like, I, I can I can certify this. I can now co-sign this okay. for Nui. He does the walk off with Tyron, man. I, yeah. I saw it in the flesh. Sam, 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 Sam. 
You so, and Sam Y'all can stop making fun of my man because I, 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 I saw him. It's, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. It's a real thing. It's a thing. We get it in good? Oh, in the documentary, he's going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he like said, the last day. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> he did. He did. A little bit of... <laughs> we get anything good? We get any, any good info? No, no. We had, we had to get over here to, okay. to get the podcast, but y'all want that. Man, you know you got snubbed. Uh, mm. Promo votes came out, but he, he didn't get snubbed. He, he didn't play enough games. Yeah. But the Cowboys. Oh, I thought you was being serious. So no, 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 we, are we really doing this? No, 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 okay. Sam, Sam, no. he got to be out there. No, the, 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 game, the games he played, he was effective. Nah, he yeah, didn't yeah, have enough of them. And there's some really good guys that made the Pro Bowl yeah. this year. Uh, uh, the offensive line. I know our guy Tank Lawrence didn't make it here, but once again. There's a lot of good yeah, guys. There's yeah. a. Th- this is a very well represented team, and the fact that seven Cowboys made it, everybody should be extremely proud mm-hmm. because this is a. I mean, these dudes on this team are good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't feel like there's any. You know, like oh, what's that guy doing? There's a lot of good players on this team. Well, they asked CD uh, earlier about what the reaction was from the locker room when they announced it. He, I mean, gave a really good answer. I mean, guys are excited about making the Pro Bowl, and I know the Pro Bowl has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. It's not as big of a deal as it used to be playing in the Pro Bowl game. Uh, was basically what I'm saying. Um, but it's still the pride of being one of the mm-hmm. elite. And he he spoke to that. Like all the guys that made it really have had a great season, but. For me, when we got the list, I couldn't help. I, when I didn't see that Demarcus Lawrence was on yeah. that list, I, I I was shocked. I was shocked. I mean, in the names that they have on there, there's some really great players in this league. But man, De, look, Demarcus Lawrence is playing like he's still in signals. <laughs> he is playing like either that or he's staying up all night studying the playbook. And I know it's the latter, but. Just the way that he's playing, the way that he's moving, I don't know if I've seen a guy at this point in his career be able to still be as effective as Demarcus Lawrence is. So that's the only name that I'm I'm really kind of shocked. But other than that, man, I'm hey, everybody's deserving. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, I co-sign everything you said when it comes to, to D Law being, you know, not being a part of the uh Pro Bowl situation. When you when you look at it, but when I think about it also, I'm like, who who would you take off? You know, to, to, to put D-Law on there. Like Louis said, I mean, it's just talent across the board out there. But when you talk about who's made the biggest impact on this team, um, especially these last couple of weeks, it's been DeMarcus Lawrence. Whether it's his, you know, run-stopping ability, you know, whatever the case may be, making plays, batting the ball down, whatever case may be, he's been the, the heart and soul for this defense the yes. past couple of weeks. And if his play, you know, continues to, you know, rise like that, then this defense has no choice but to follow as well. So he's he's, he's having a heck of a year so far. Yeah, I, listen, I, I think it's the sacks. I think it's the sack thing, right? So, so we, we see how impactful he is, especially when because we're here and we understand, like, the run defense and how important it is for us to be able mm-hmm. to get that fixed and that we see his impact on the run defense. And you look at yep. Micah Parsons as the guy who's getting the sacks and causing the, the one-on-ones because he's mm-hmm. getting double teamed and all that stuff. And I think when you look around the league at the guys who are on the list, you say, okay. Talk about Hello, hello. Those guys are getting sacks, all right. Yeah. But I think, I think for us, we we all understand the impact that Demarcus Lawrence has yeah. on here. So you know, assuming he'll probably be alternate at some point. Oh, but yeah. the main goal is to not even have to be able to play in the uh, Pro Bowl That's because fact. you're trying to Say get to the Super Bowl. Yes, but sir. we want to give Demarcus Lawrence his flowers because he's not, he's having a heck of a year with the Walter Mayton Planet uh, Man of the Year uh, nominee, oh, yeah, and then also, also, like you said. As far as being impactful, especially for the last few weeks on this on this roster, what you see out of him is different than what you see out of everybody else, and that's including everybody on the defense. It just it's a different <laughs> level of play when you look at it. You say he's saying, "Follow me." 
play like me and yeah. we'll be better. So shout out to D Law. Yeah. But yeah, Bosa, Montez Sweat, Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, yeah. You yeah. can't be mad at that. No, I, I'm not mad at the list. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that just the impact that he's been having on our defense. We're going to talk about Micah, but everybody else, and you expect for people in the league to watch the tape and to see actually who's the guy that's doing the dirty work and getting it done. And that's Tank. Yeah. Hutchinson made the list off of that last game. Had to be. He, he had no good, he, he had no good Off seat. that last game. Off that last game. Had now, now, they still got Micah as a linebacker. See,他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是他是
man, the contracts that they have coming up, these are with guys that have been on your squad. These are not free agent guys that you're talking about. So that's what I mean about the rhyme of reason, but also having the numbers that they do. Yeah. I'm looking at the Rams, and I'm saying we all thought, like, uh, yeah, they're they going to be out of it for the next few years. And then you look at this team, knew he don't even want to play the guy. And I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying it's, it's a good football mm-hmm. team. It's better. They're better than who they were when we played them. They have a running game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're protecting the ball. They do have Puka and uh, Matthew Stafford healthy and, and Cooper Cup. So they're a different squad. But when you looked at them giving all those first-round picks away and spending all the money to get Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller, all these dudes, you was like, man, they Next 10 years, they're probably not going to be competitive mm-hmm. at all. And McVay about to retire. <laughs> right? You look at it now, you say, man, this, this is one of those scary teams that you might not want to play when you get to the playoffs. They've got an organization, and that's it, that's to me, you can. Um, Pat Riley's book, Showtime Inside the Lakers Breakthrough Season, he talked one year about how in 85 he said, We won a championship, but we weren't a championship organization. And when I look at what they're doing with the Rams, you start to say, Okay, this is a championship organization when you can. Go win, go win a title, have to break it down and let some good guys go, but still be able to draft, develop, and coach these guys. And I had – there's no way in the world I thought this was a playoff. There's two teams that are going to make the playoffs. Well, one's if they win, they'll make it on Sunday. Houston and the Rams, you couldn't have told me before the yeah. season these guys were going to make this thing. I, Absolutely. I did not, did not mm-hmm. think they had the talent to do it. And uh, two great coaching jobs. I, I would give D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, uh, but – I don't have both, but what he's done is Sean McVay. What Sean McVay has done this year, it is that's a tough, it's a tough award. Cleveland too, because uh, Stefanski. Yeah, he's Nick Chubb. When you lose him. Nick Chubb at the beginning of the year, you we all sitting here like, wait, that's your offense. You yeah. but, but your fourth Harbaugh? quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. John Harbaugh, you had your yeah. your quarterback said, "Us trade me, I'm done with you guys," and you had to, as a head coach, manage your knowing. This offense don't work without this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've tailored it all around him. So that, they went out and they got a new coordinator in Monken, and here they are with the best record in the league. He's about to win another MVP. How do we judge that as a coach? Who, who do you, I mean, who was better suited for that situation? Who is better suited for that situation in Baltimore than Harbaugh? The way that he is as a coach to be able to handle Lamar Jackson from the aspect of him being disgruntled about his contract and then bringing in an offensive coordinator that finally understands how to use Lamar Jackson. And they're the one team that I look at. I'm t- they're the scary team. We don't talk about them, but I'm telling you that's boogeyman to me because they don't have a thousand yard rush, a thousand yard receive. We don't really know anybody on their <laughs> defense, but we just know that they real good. <laughs> That's yeah. what we do know. Uh, and, and so, all of those teams going down to the Clevelands, but especially Houston, when you talk about them as a team, like, that is the biggest surprise to me. But the Rams have, it's all coaching. It's all, it, it has to be. The system that they run, and also the quarterback that they have. We can't like Stafford goes in two buckets. Either you love him or you hate him. But the things that he does well, the way that he operates McVay's offense, that's what makes them so good and explosive. With Nakua, A Cup, man, this is just a great offense. And don't uh, um, don't forget, Houston has lost. Uh, they lost Nico for a minute. Tank Dell's out for the season. They lost their quarterback for a while yeah. with concussion, and they still are battling for a playoff spot. Think about the names <laughs> you just named. You, you talking about Nico Tank? Who's really talking about those guys before this season? Nobody. Nobody. You wouldn't have thought going into the season, man. They got a receiving core that could be, you know, top two, top three in the, in the National Football League. Yeah. Man, you add that guy Stroud in there, and what what D'Amico's doing to that defense over Stingley there? Stingley was man. out. Stingley was out. I mean, just He's done a remarkable job. Sensational man. job. Said I, I didn't see it, and, and I give him all the credit in the world for. I mean, 
why we joke about it, but it's the truth. This this third straight coach they've gone through. Mm-hmm. I guess the third Negro's the magic time. Well, higher, but doggone it, got it done. And D'Amico is, is incredible. Roll time. Um, <laughs> He, think he had to figure out a way to get it in after they he lost. He was thinking the whole time. He's going to do it. But he did it. A good thing happened yesterday for oh. Alabama. The, cent- the center hit the transfer report. <laughs> he let a naysayer know he didn't even hit the portal. After all the terrible that. snaps. The quarterback put the link on him and see ya. <laughs> Nick told him, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. You know they had a meet with him say, hey, man, I'm telling you, you might want to hit that. <laughs> you might want to put your paperwork in. Because we're not dealing with this again. Call Dion. Hey, 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 he ain't hard to find. Hey, uh, yeah, Colorado out of there. Call <laughs> Dio, man. Slap it, snap it to uh, Shador. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny because when you read it mm. online, oh, he's entered the transfer program. God. He was told. <laughs> he quit before he could get fired. Hey, you, you, he resigned. You, you Did he make it back to campus? He probably couldn't get back on campus. That's why he left. <laughs> you know, to, to get his stuff. That student you know, section probably went crazy. To get his man. stuff. But that's when I mean, I, I laugh all the time when I see some of this stuff. And it's one, one, one school locally, this kid put out, I just want to let everyone know I'm, I'm entering the transfer portal. Thank you for my time here. But I, I'm moving. I'm like, I made a phone call like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that new position coach said he ain't it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what happened. So he jumped on. And, you know, they let him do it. But he get on social media like like it was his decision and he's moving on. Nah, bro, mm-hmm. they, 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 they changed coaches. <sighs> they looked at you and just Good said, old transfer uh, portal. No, no, thank you. Yeah, uh, I was around when I was. I'm telling you, 30 years man. too late for me, how, how many years you would have stayed at, 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 at Toledo? Toledo? I'd have been going after my freshman after year. Freshman oh, year. I'd have been up out of there, man. That's go. why he don't want to pay his dues. This man no, nothing against Toledo. Nothing against Toledo. Nothing. I'm just saying, at the time. Why you? Why you slid on? You know what I mean? You know he gonna answer you honestly. I would have slid on too. You know, well, 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 all you had to do was get to the Big 12, baby. You know, <laughs> they'd be passing all day long. The hard hitting Barry Church. <laughs> Lighting up guys going across the middle of the Big 12, you'd have been good, man. Oh, been good, now, man. you really would have been the star at Pembroke. <laughs> Yeah, they might have made a dog out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that would have statue of my side. <laughs> I had to be like, Travis, like on, on both sides of the ball. Yeah? I, I want to know what the NIL check would look like. Fact that you got trying to tap on a Division two school. Now how's it even gonna look that this man is gonna go from D one and Toledo in the Mac? Forget the endowment. He's an All American. Y'all crazy, man. You that stocking for bro. Y'all done, man. You got a couple Bojangles coupons out here. That's awesome. Few Hardy's bag of burgers. That ain't right, man. But but that's 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 it, man. We not rolling. That curve package would have been nice. I said you'd have gone to the Big Twelve from Toledo. That's that's what it would look like. uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth pulling up the uh, (laughs) Pembroke. We got you some free vanilla ice tickets. (laughs) 
You know, see me throwing it. I ain't gonna jump on this train. I ain't jumping on this train. I'm leaving alone. I covered Ray Allen in high school. Yeah, shuttles work, man. Yes, it's amazing to watch him in that movie. Because I never would have thought that young man, who great kid, but never would have thought all that success he had. I remember. Um, You're deflecting. I am. Deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing I do love, I love about that movie, was the Rick Fox part in the movie. Oh, when, Rick Fox was, when Rick Fox was in the bed, and I saw Rick at Laker practice, and I said, Rick. He was good in that movie. And Rick's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. I said, because you weren't acting. He played his, nah, he, he played his self. real life. Yeah, he no, no, I can't remember the first time I ever met Rick Fox. Man. It's amazing. Rick Fox, I'm telling you, I, uh, I have man. never seen a magnet for women like Rick Fox. It, he did a good job of getting off that. Amazing. So we're going to take a break right here. We'll take a break. And then we come back into the players' lounge. Trust what makes you nervous going into this game and going into the playoffs with Mr. Shots, Danny McRae, oh, Heck Harrison, Barry Church, you, producer Chris Beam, <laughs> in the popcorn section throwing bullets and strays. I told y'all right I was never going to let him. Lounge. He's going to pay for that, that uh, Dusty Baker stuff. He's doing to me two days <laughs> It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in Hart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost... Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no. But angel hair pasta. 
Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Back to the Players' Lounge. Enjoy premier dining, shopping, and experiences from over 21-plus restaurant shops and more at the Star District. Check out Women's Boutique, Flea Style of Frisco, and the official boot partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Luke Casey. Enjoy New Year's celebrations at Snowboard... Snowboard... at Snowbird Cocktail Lounge, Concrete Cowboy, and CityWorks Eatery. Visit thestardistrict.com for the full directory. Shout out to Champ. Thank you. My man. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to get it. It's the worst place to do that. Been, been, been a few days without the reads, man. It's all good. Thank you. It's all Thank good. You. I had to back that up with something, uh, man. He knew it. Hey, he knew it when he did it. He was like, oh, God. No. They're going to get me. Snowbird. Why can't I say snowbird? Oh, Oh. Ah. Why? Why? I, oh, it's been a while. You right here. You understand? Oh, now y'all on the same boat. Almost lost it. Man, we hold his breath on your lap. Hey, don't look at me. Y'all the worst. Y'all the worst. You said I'm sitting. I'm like, oh no. Somebody got to say it. Because he he's expecting us to. Eject, 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 eject. Shout out to Snowbird. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gotta go With a win on Sunday, Dallas will clinch his 26th <laughs> NFC East title, the most among any NFC East team. Cowboys division title will mark the 19th consecutive year that the NFC East did not have Jeez. a team win a consecutive division title. Philadelphia 19. was the last team to win consecutive NFC East titles, winning four straight from 2001 to 2004, otherwise known as the Dave Campo. You just read that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I let myself walk in it. Y'all are crazy. Right, I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. My bad, man. My bad. I don't know what happened to that. Oh, okay, that was see, good. See what happened when you watch that Shay Club Shay Shay? Oh, you want to just come out and shoot yeah. people. Oh, That's what I want to do. Y'all like show. Oh, you read it? Until I looked over and saw him looking down at the paper, I was like, this dude's smooth. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know you've been doing it for a long right, time, but I'm going to myself on the next one. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> Danny McCray, Heckma Harris. <laughs> <laughs> New East Let's go. Let's go. Man, let's okay. Go. That's very tough. Man. 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 Yo, it's that kind of day, bro. Yeah. It's that kind of day, man. We in the building. Going we, on. Yeah, um, Got him shook. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie, man. It's just going on today? Every, every, it's a landmine everywhere you go in here, man. What's going on? I'm sweating. I had some Dave's hot chicken today. I'm sweating. Uh, what makes you nervous about the 2023 Cowboys playoff run? Danny. Oh, man. What makes me nervous is our inability to run the football. Like, we Mm -hmm. have to figure out a way to run the football. When you get in the four-minute offense and you have the lead, how do we then get into (laughs) this here, man? How do we stop? How do we run the ball and make sure that we keep our defense on the sideline when we got the game in hand? Go ahead, (laughs) Higgins. You know, this is, uh, is, for me, it's easy. The, The losses on the road, we've seen this team, in a way, get bullied. Yeah. And 
I, I don't want to see that. I, <clears throat> I think it started at Arizona in the running game. Uh, you saw that offensive line up front take it to us defensively. And then I just go through the rest of the game. I mean, I stop at Buffalo. I stop at Buffalo because Miami, you didn't get that same treatment. But I think those games to me showed me that teams are willing to not just humiliate uh, the, the Cowboys physically up front. And when we can't match that physicality, we look like a completely different team. You're talking about both sides of the football. Yeah, right I, it, we, <clears throat> it, it looks like a completely different product out on the field when we can't do that. And, I mean, those were those times. That's what makes me nervous, that in the playoffs we have a brand or style that we like to play, but when we come up against, I, I don't know, uh, San Francisco, mm-hmm. we know what San Francisco is going to do and what they – they come into the game already saying, we're going to humiliate you. I'm going to wear this F Dallas T-shirt because I know I'm going to score and I'm going to raise it up. That's that rivalry. And so I just want to see us – I want to see that part of our game and, and who we are physically in the playoff bring that level up a notch. Now, you guys all make you know valid points when you talk about it. And I'm going to make it you know three for three as far as talking about you know defensive side of the football. Because to me, when we all talk about these, these playoff matchups, we understand they're going to come down – to those, you know, last-minute drives. We all understand that. I mean, it, it happens in a lot of these playoff games because they're good good on good, you know, good teams versus good teams. And from what we've seen defensively these last two games, when it comes down to that moment, you know, this defense situationally, for whatever the case may be, we talked about it before, penalties or whatever the case, you know, giving up big explosive plays. The last two games, Tua was able to drive the football down the field, kick the game-winning field goal. Jared Goff was able to drive down the football field, get a touchdown. Controversial two-point, we all understand that. But to me, you know, defensively, they've got to get better in those situational moments, whether it's the end of the end of the half, you know, two-minute drill scoring before halftime, or at the end of the game where yeah. if it comes down to it, you need to stop. Because we've seen offensively, when it's their turn, the last go, Dak Prescott, he was able to drive and put this team up. They're able to get get points, especially in, uh, against Detroit as well. So, to me, you know, it's that it's that end of the game situation that this defense has has got to get a little bit better at. I look at the Cowboys and and I understand <clears throat> the frustration of the fan base. I get it. But when I've gone back and looked at these two games, San Francisco has been the Achilles mm-hmm. heel for for Mike McCarthy. 23-17, 19-12. Those were the losses. Figure out a way to score three touchdowns. Your yeah. defense has been in these football games. And that's true. You've had issues with the end. We talked about it the other day, mm-hmm. yesterday. You had issues at the end. But there's a sense of belief that they are getting blown out and not even competing in these games. They're making clearly the penalties are an issue here. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got to be able better at stopping the run. And so far, San Francisco, we, they've shown you. Um, we talk about styles make fights. And I go back to when we were doing this. You weren't here, heck. We were doing the show, and we talked about. And I, it might have been you. It was like, San Francisco worries me. Like, this is the team that you're going to get in the playoffs, and you don't want them. Cowboys got them, and they went into AT&T Stadium, and they beat them. But we saw from that day, like, this team, the way they play, it's an issue. It's remained an issue. They beat them three straight times. Can you fix it? They had the issue with Tampa Bay. They fixed it. But that's the challenge of Mike McCarthy if they get the Niners again. But as we go into playoffs, ultimately, guys, I just would like to dispel some of the myth that the fans have that this team just can't compete at all. They, well, Their biggest issue is really themselves. <clears throat> Who missed the tackle on Kittle? Was that Diggs that missed that tackle? And, and he was mm. running crazy and he had a big game. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They've got to fix some of these issues amongst themselves and – 
I think a result could be better. But most of all, you got to get three touchdowns if you it, try to beat the Nuggets. I would say, I think, I think that's more of it. I think it's, you are competitive defensively when you get into those situations. It's offensively where people, I think, are seeing like, hey, you guys aren't really competitive offensively when you get into these games against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what it is, okay, 19, 20, whatever, 12, yeah. 17, 19, they offensively, what you see in the regular season, having number one offense going through the regular season, probably both times that we lost, lost to them in the playoffs. Yeah. You were top five in the league in offense. And then somehow once you get into that game, you do not look anything like you look like during the regular season. Defensively, you showed up, which is why people come out and they say, all right, we're going to be a defensive team. Because offensively, you say, all right, we, we don't have a shot. So I think it's more of like... We're competitive in the game, but what you expect to see offensively from our team based off what you saw in the regular season does not happen, specifically when you come up against a San Francisco team. And let's be honest. The quarterback, especially the last time around, did not have the kind of game needed to win. They missed opportunities. He he didn't have it. They they missed a ton of uh, of opportunities. And T.Y. Hilton, when he was on the team at the end of the season last year, and we saw the impact that he was having in the big plays. But just go back and turn the San Francisco tape on. You'll see on the interception of Mike Gallup, Mike Gallup looks like he quits on the route. I mean, there's a lot of disjointment, and I think that's what ended up to Kellen's demise in that Mm -hmm. last game because it's like, how can our offense get to this point? Our defense is holding them to these points, and we can't score yeah. touchdowns. And look, I think this this year offensively, you gotta you gotta feel better about the way that Dak is getting the ball downfield. Yes, you're nervous about the running game, but you're seeing Dak compensate from that with the passing game. Now, can we continue <laughs> that trend in the playoffs? That's what makes you nervous. That's what makes you say, hey, I need a third and one. I cannot throw a cra- crossing route to the tight end on third and one. I got to be able to turn around and hand the ball to my running back, and he can pick up that one yard for me in the third quarter of a conference game. Dalvin Cook can do it. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Mike McCarthy mentioned it yesterday. He was asked about it. He, he said, did. Great, great respect it's, to Dalvin Cook. He, as he should. <laughs> And that's it. Because he knows what he's, – he's been in the battles. Why not? Why not? You're at the point where you need mercenaries. At this point, in your, in this is point of your season. You don't think a higher gun is necessary, especially with what we talk about in the running game? If, he, if you can benefit off, I just don't think he's the back that, you know, we once saw last year. And I think you have two backs on the roster right now that can probably give you a little bit more production than a Dalvin Cook. Inside the five is what all, that's all I'm concerned, I'm concerned about. I, I, I just don't look at him as being that like that guy. Like when I think about power runner putting in the heavy package and all this stuff, I don't see Dalvin Cook as being that guy. Because you know, interesting you said that because Jock Taylor sat in your seat yesterday on Media Mash and looked it up. And looked up all he. I can't remember the number, but it was a high number of, of touchdowns that he's run inside the five and in, in, in the red zone. He's an effective back, and he can help you. You're right. You need mercenaries. I know baseball is different, but I go back to the Rangers and how many guys they picked up at the trade deadline, which were very instrumental for them yeah. as they won that championship. Who gives a rat's ass if this guy's going to be here for? next year, or if he's going to get 17 carries. Dude, we inside the red zone. We got red zone t- issues. Can you go get it in there? We talked about that yesterday. That's all we need. That's all we yeah, And when we talked about what our ill, what's ill and where are we going to go in the future, would you keep him here? Who you, oh, we are in the business of getting us a running back. But if I can get a guy right now, if I 
Because look, those old '90s, those '90s Cowboys teams. If you, if we got to the ten yard line, you knew who was getting the ball. If was gonna get the ball, you're <laughs> If we gonna get the ball, we yeah. don't have that. We don't. We don't have that same uh, connection with our running game. Remember when the Rams went out there, brought in Odell Beckham, brought in Von Miller, mercenaries. It worked. That's Won it. Won a championship. That was some big time mercenaries. Uh, but, but, but they not, did. Okay, no, no, they but, did. but, they but did. at the same they time, you know you're not going to get a quote-unquote big-time mercenary right now, but this guy, for what he can do in his past performance, can you dust him off? Yeah. I remember, once again, you guys are too young for this, when Parcells went out and got, o, got O.J. Anderson to come up yes. in there, man. Made it work. Yep, everybody, oh, this dude's <clears> done <throat> with the Cardinals, right man. Getting, Everson Walls, another guy. People thought, hey, done with the Cowboys, he found a spot for him. I'm just saying. Can Mike McCarthy find some plays in the red zone where Dalvin Cook can get the ball into the end zone? At this point in time, I will take my chances with that before I see them go hand the ball off to Hunter Lemke or Rico Dowd right about yeah. now. You've yeah. tried that, and you're still sitting here like, oh, that's a, and, and I'm surprised because for y'all, y'all know that's a blaring weakness. You've been talking mm-hmm. about this running game to no end. I've been sitting here trying to compare. <laughs> <laughs> All kind of bad things. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, put that on me. You was out I, there on that. I put that on me. All right, but still, I'm trying to find something to be positive about. And I'm looking at this point in the season, and I'm like, "Come on now, y'all know what we need in order to win. We're gonna have to have CD play like he played against the Lions every single week." And he can't do that. So what you said earlier about the offense and, like, being comfortable with Dak getting the ball down the field and all that stuff, the reason I don't feel more comfortable is because outside of Seattle (laughs) in our big games against good teams, we have not – Put up that many points. Yeah. <laughs> we talking about how many points you need to put up to beat uh, to beat San touchdowns. Fran. You need, three you need three touchdowns. Like we like until we are able to consistently do that against the good teams. It still makes me nervous because you're asking a lot from your defense, who you already said has an issue stopping mm-hmm. the run and doing other things. Like you gonna expect them to go out there and hold teams under twenty points all the way up to the Super Bowl? That's why the pressure's on. That's why the <laughs> pressure. That's why the pressure's on Dak because he can't. Ah, let's go into our next segment because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heckma Harrison, who has more pressure in the playoff ah, coming? Geez. Is it mm-hmm. Dak Prescott <laughs> or is it Mike McCarthy? Ooh. Let's dive into that next one. Barry Church. There it is. He got Heckma right. Harrison. Let me get my read read. LSU signing. Danny Cray. I'm doing Hold on. Players Lounge. Dallas Cowboys. That coming. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. 
And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Back to the Players' Lounge. Go ahead, come on. The, the CONCACAF National League Finals are coming to AT&T Stadium. Don't miss a chance to watch North America's best soccer teams battle it out in the semifinals on March 21st, my birthday. Then see who lifts the trophy in the championship on March the 24th. Tickets are available now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticket provider of AT&T Stadium. Oh, you a competitor. Yeah. Hey, oh, you a competitor. Hey. He Coachable. put a little extra air living. <laughs> by, by concierge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man believes in himself, man. I love it. Love to see it. Love Thank you, Heck Maharis. My man. There it is. Players Lounge, where you it's will be hazed. You will. You will be hazed. Ain't no way for you to come in here okay? without it. Don't come in here with feelings and sensitivity. Because you will be exposed by David McCray and Barry Church. I ain't got nothing to do with oh, this. Oh, I ain't got nothing oh. to do with this, man. <laughs> Nah, you ain't gonna play that role, dog. No, 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 no. I ain't gonna do it, man. I ain't gonna do it. Nah, Sir Petty. You said, you said nothing, did nothing, huh? <laughs> Wasn't even here. Sir Peddington. Innocent man over here. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Tell him. Okay, Tell him. Nino. <laughs> the light skinned brother in the back. I'm Louis Strauss. The show's brought to you by Tuskegee. <laughs> Let's go. We've got five minutes left in this show. Ooh. Gentlemen, uh, who has more playoff pressure this year? Is it the head coach, Mike McCarthy, or the quarterback, Rain Dakota Prescott? Oh. Barry Church, I'll start with you. Man, I, I got to go with, as as the season played out, and we've seen it all go, and, and Dak has become you know this MVP candidate, and rightfully so. He's playing unbelievably. So I got to say, as of right now, it's it's got to be McCarthy, you know, under the most pressure to at least – get a couple under his belt. I understand he's a Super Bowl, you know, winning coach. And as far as, you know, this organization is concerned, 
I think he has more pressure to get it done. I'm not talking about his legacy as far as his whole coaching career. I'm just talking about being a part of the Dallas Cowboys franchise. I don't know if he'll get get axed if he doesn't get one win or not. I don't know that. But as far as pressure is concerned, I got to go with him because, you know, Dak has bounced back from those 15 interceptions. You know, he had those fantasy interceptions. It wasn't, you know, a great year for him last year. He's bounced back in a, in a, in a crazy way, becoming an MVP candidate. So I think when you talk about pressure – it's got to be McCarthy, at least for this first one. I think when you say that McCarthy's already won one, that kind of seals it for me because he's he's a guy that's coming from Green Bay. He's won seven conference titles. He's won those titles. He's he's won a Super Bowl. He has a winning record that rivals even active coaches. So, mm. I mean, if it all ends tonight for him, he still has that, you know, that his winning percentage. I, man, we came into the season, y'all both was talking about it. Y'all talking about Dak. It was on Dak from the beginning. It was, you know, him being able to restructure, um, coming back from the interceptions. He's in a position right now. He's played himself to the position where he is right now to where he's got to be tasting a championship. Like, it's got to be so close to Dak that he can feel it, that I'm right here again. Win this game on Sunday, two home – I can have two games at home and then possibly go to Severin or have the NFC Championship here at home, and I can shut everybody up. I can shut everybody up. And uh, Man, come on, dog. Haters don't love nothing more than seeing they boy, <laughs> nothing but success. When And if he could do that and win a Super Bowl, like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, to me, Dak has the pressure on him, but for all the right reasons. Because if he reaches the, to the top of that mountain, man, he can – he will have proven all of his naysayers wrong. Yeah, I mean, Dak's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, um, and it's been a long time since they've had an opportunity this good <laughs> to make it to the Super Bowl, right? I think you go back to when you were playing was the opportunity, 13-3. Uh, mm-hmm. and three. But outside of that, when you look back at it, you haven't really had that many opportunities to be number two seed, possibly host a few home games if everything works out for you, and then you're in an MVP possible season yes. where you may be having the best receiver in the league, you the best quarterback in the league. And then also, the last two years, the part of the team that hasn't showed up has been the offense, right? So your opportunity now to say, hey, we got all this stuff fixed, I came in, for the last two years, we got a new offensive coordinator. Didn't work with Kellen. Well, so that blame is out of the mm-hmm. window. So now we got the Texas Coast offense with Mike McCarthy. This is your opportunity to show that it is your time and you can do it. Uh, because, you know, you go out there and you have another showing like you've had the last two seasons yep. where you, you had a heck of a season yep. uh, as a quarterback with touchdowns to interceptions, all that stuff. And then you go out there and you lay an egg again. Then the questions are like, they legit. <laughs> Like how like how how more legit can they be if you you've had multiple offensive coordinators, multiple head coaches, and you still find a way to show up like that when it's when when it's a big time moment? So I think the, the person's on deck for good reason yeah. because I think it's a great opportunity for him to uh, you know to make a a real legacy for himself. Well, I've enjoyed listening to all three of you because everybody's making some really good points. I will go with Dak Prescott for the simple reason that Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl in his career, so if he never coaches again, he can always say I did it. And, and, and you can't dispute it. He's done it. Dak Prescott has not done it. And there's so many things that are out there for him. They have to restructure his contract. I believe he's making $62 million next year. So it has to get redone. So the opportunity to go ahead and get you, get you a, a rec- another record-breaking contract is right here for you. So from a financial standpoint, he can, he can truly get a big-time deal here done. If he wins one playoff game, that'll surpass him for Tony Romo with three playoff wins and we know the thing that 
is used against him all the time. What does he do in the playoffs? This is your opportunity to put some wins into the bank and show people that, okay, I can go out and win multiple playoff games. He has won one, ended Tom Brady's career last year, but people have forgotten about that because of what happened to San Francisco. It's almost as though it didn't happen. So the pressure is on Dak Prescott to be the quarterback that the owner has consistently said he is the right guy to take this team to where they want to go. The opportunities here, Danny, they haven't had an opportunity lined up this well since his rookie year in yep. 2016 when they were the number one seed and they faced the Packers and ended up losing. If they win and should win against Washington, you're the number two seed. Mm-hmm. You're going to get yourself at least two playoff games at home. And if somebody does you a favor, a la Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons, when the Cowboys lost in 2016, the Falcons were the number two seed. They ended up being able to host the NFC Championship game down there in Atlanta, and they went to the Super Bowl. So Dak Prescott has all the hopes and dreams that he wants in front of him. Can you win five straight games? You do that, you're a Super Bowl champion starting on Sunday. But it's there, so the pressure's on him. McCarthy's got a ring. If you fire McCarthy tomorrow, he will get a job. Yeah. You best believe easily. that. <laughs> Quick. Three 12-5 seasons, took over the offense this year, and Dak Prescott is going to be a guy who finishes in the top three, top five in the MVP voting. He'll get a job. Yeah. He, he will get a job. Dak Prescott has got the pressure, but at the same time, he consistently says he welcomes it. But it's here. All the hopes and dreams for him are right here. Will he get it? I don't know. That's why we play the games. But the opportunity is there. And that's what you, Danny and Barry, you guys have played. That's what you want as an athlete. You want an opportunity. All you need is an opportunity. Get your foot in the door. Opportunity. All right, guys. Fun show. Fun show. Heck, we'll come back and we'll take these bullets tomorrow from Danny. We'll, we'll bring a we'll bring a vest. Snowbird. But I'm glad I'm glad you got to go see see some seven with me today. Glad no, you I saw you. I saw Sam you Sam. at work today, man. I saw you doing your thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. All right. Uh, <laughs> Players Lounge. That's crazy. Uh, thank you guys. Thanks, Chris Bean, for jumping off the top rope like Jimmy Fly Superfly Snook and kicking me. Uh, we'll do it again. My tomorrow, pleasure. Right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?